investing in yourself leaves you with the evidence that you've been someplace, you've yep. been in the room, you've been around the right people. Welcome to our next episode of The Sharp Edge with Shiki, elevating every aspect of life. Today I have a very special guest with me, and of course she would have been my first guest. I'm so <laughs> excited to have her, and I'm going to have her introduce herself. Her name is Dr. Corvina Francis Denton. Okay, I'm Corvina I'm Francis Denton. I have a earned doctorate in organizational leadership with an emphasis in special ed. I am a pastor, uh, ordained minister, uh, a business owner. Um, my husband and I run a nonprofit. But most importantly, I am a child of God. Amen. Amen. All right, so our episode today, we're going to be talking about personal development and self-improvement. So that's part of our topic for January. All right, so I have some questions here for you. Sure. And I want you to just help anyone that is listening with some things that they may be going through or some things that they need help with that they don't really know how to, to maneuver it, right? So um, my first question is, can you share a bit about your journey? Mm. I know a lot about your journey, but <laughs> can you share a bit about your journey and what led you to focus on like personal development and self-improvement? Like so many of us come to you and you just do it willingly. Like you don't, you're like, okay, blah, 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 and you start telling us what to do, <laughs> but <laughs> how, you know, what would you say about your journey and what led you to focus on personal development and self-improvement? Um. So I think first and foremost, I am where I am because I've stood and still standing on the backs of giants. Um, I'm an immigrant, born and raised in Jamaica, came to the United States as a young adult at 21, um, and I'm about to be 40. So my entire adult life, I've lived here in the United States. Now, as a first generation immigrant, I quickly learned the importance of having someone in your corner who's been there and who can mentor you. Um, I've always been fortunate to have older women who've been that for me. And I, I, I smile when you said, you know, you, you talked about mentoring because while I haven't codified mentoring right. into monetizing, I do understand and realize the value of it. And so I do it for women because other women have done it for me. Right. And as you know, you've done it for me without you even knowing. Like mm -hmm. there were so many times I can recall calling you, asking you a question, I want to do this. How do you think I should go about it? And you are always like, you have always helped. Like mm -hmm. let you have helped me decide on what to do when it comes yeah. to a lot of things. So um, I'm pretty sure so many others, yeah. so many others probably call you. I'm like, well, how do you find time <laughs> for yourself? Like you're always just helping others who help you, right? Like you're always pouring. Yeah. Who is pouring back into you? Like, how do you deal with that? So one of the things I said, so right now we're sitting in the middle of our women's retreat. Yes. Which is why we're wearing our shirt. Empower, Empower her. her. Because we believe in empowering others. Um, and one of the things I said to one of our retreat participants this morning, I have three women's retreat that I go to. Mm -hmm. Not because I am, um, I need to be there for any work related, but because that's how I get poured into and so I prioritize me time where I go into these retreats because I know they're offering something that I need. And then I turn around and give that back to the women who are around me. 
And if, if you're going to be a part of self-development, then one of the things that you're going to have to do is develop you because you can't pour from an empty place. Right. Um, you can't pour from a broken place. Mm -hmm. You can't pour from a place where you're bitter either. And if you're going to help others become better, you're always working on the best version of you. Right. You know, I have a shirt that says it's me versus me, mm -hmm. right? So I always look at me, who am I now? Who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. And how do I not regress into the person that I used to be? Right. That that's very um that's a very good topic when it comes to that because how do you not go back? Like, oh, this is a very um good point to lead into the next question. So it says were were there any defining moments or challenges in your life that significantly shaped your approach to personal growth? We Yeah. So challenges, obstacles Oh, so many things. I'm, I'm thinking about which one to kind of use here. So for a lot of us, sometimes it's tragedy and trauma. And mm -hmm. for me, that was it. Um, we'd experienced a loss in our family. And my mom made the decision that for my sister and I, life would be different. Mm -hmm. So as a Jamaican mother, if you've ever been around Jamaican mother, she would say, you will not walk the road that I walked. In, in her words, she would say, you're not do what me do mm -hmm. or become what me become. And so that taught me to want more. And I think initially I started wanting more to make my mom proud. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the place where she I started wanting making more just because I wanted more. And so the defining moment <clears throat> really was how do I make this woman that has given so much for my sister and I proud of who we are? All right. So, um, what are some key strategies or habits you believe are essential for personal development? A lot of people struggle with <coughs> habits, right? A lot of people yeah. struggle with um, strategies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of us um, will start something and we'll say, okay, even like for the new year, a lot of people say, okay, I'm going to go vegan. I'm going to uh, go drink yeah. a gallon of water per day. I'm going to go do, you know, certain things to help. But then they go back within a two weeks, three weeks, they're back to where they were. So like, what are some habits that you believe, you know, are essential for personal development? I think number one, it is commitment. Mm. Um, and commitment starts with you. I am mm -hmm. doing this for me. A lot of times what we, one of the reasons why things that we say we're going to do, they fail. Mm -hmm. They fail because we weren't really committed to doing them for us, right? And if we're not committed to doing it for us, then it's it's going to. We're doing it because everybody else is making a New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. We're doing it because everybody's blowing up on social media. But am I committed to this thing for me? And kind of jumping into my word that the Lord has, has given me for the woman this weekend. In order for us to see the unmerited favors, the unmerited blessings, to be able to tap into truly what God has for us, we have to get to a next level of commitment. Mm. And we've got to say what we mean and mean what we say. The word of God says, if we make a vow, if we make a commitment, mm -hmm. we should differ not to pay it. And that is even to ourselves. So if we're committing to ourselves that we're going to do something. And we've got a purpose in our hearts that we're going to do it. And who is going to hold us accountable? Because so if you know you, we, you know you, I know you, mm -hmm. if you, if, first of all, I don't like the gym. So can we use that? <laughs> so every time I say I need to go to the gym, I need somebody 
who is going to call me and say, 8 o'clock and you're not here, Mm -hmm. time for the gym. So there's some things that you're going to need an accountability partner. You need to be a part of structured groups of people, women's circle, Mm -hmm. people who can hold you accountable, a ladies' ministries group. Wherever you find your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. these people can also be your accountability partner. A lot of times, as women, we think we've got to be the island because women are catty and women are petty and women don't get along. I say find yourself the right circle. Right. That can be the case, but that doesn't have to be your reality. I've got some amazing women that are in my circle. I tell people I don't have to New Year's resolution to clean house or to do any of those things because I surround myself with people who are authentic and genuine, and I deal with situations when they come up so it, it won't necessarily foster and breathe hate and bitterness. We're going to say stuff that hurts each other and right. step on each other's toe, but let's pub it out over coffee. Let's go to the park and sit on a bench and talk about it. You hurt me when you did this. You hurt me when you said this. So we can have that circle of women who continue to pour into our lives. I love it. Mm-hmm. And um, I do agree with that. I do have women that I, I don't call them friends. Like, for example, you. I mm-hmm. have friends that I... They're lifelong partners. Yes. They it's really like, are. listen, we're going to be friends until we have no teeth and, you know, we're dropping be, down. You're going to be searching for my dentures. You're going to be searching for my glasses. Right. So you're you, going to go get the Depends. Yeah, you need you need people. Yeah. It's not seasonal. No. Friends are not no. seasonal. It's not somebody who you're going to be like, oh, I, I feel like talking to this person this season. No. Right? Like, you need people who are lifelong partners, like you I said. Invest. They're like husbands and wives. They're like yeah. spouses. So you need people who know everything. They know your background. So they're better. Mm-hmm. They're better to help you that way when they yeah. know your journey. They know your why. Yeah, they know your why. They, they know do your understand journey. Understand your why. Yeah. yeah. So definitely find some people like that, and that will help. You as said well. something that I want to touch on, and and I I said this to someone the other day, right? Um, they were talking about friends and how they they need a new group of friends, and I said until you have a circle of women that have been through seasons with you, mm-hmm. you are still rebuilding. Yep. When I when I go to my circle and I say, this is what I'm doing, I don't have to explain the why. Mm-hmm. They already know the why. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? Where are we going to do it? But if you find yourself always replacing those people, then you're not looking for life partners. Mm-hmm. You're looking for people who are going to give you a good time. Right. Don't want a good time, friend. Nope. If I want a good time, I go to a hotel and I meet some new people and, you know, we've got a good time. It's two weeks and we're gone. Right. But the people I call my friends, we've invested time, mm-hmm. energy, sweat, blood, tears into each other. Yep. We've been through seasons of life together. The kids being born, the weddings, we've been there. And so... In order for us to really start to look into self-development, it's those people who are in those seasons and in those moments with you and are, and can still celebrate you. When you right. win, they win because they know where you're coming from. Right, yeah. yeah. And there are, different, there are different friends for different purpose. Absolutely. There are different friends for different purpose. Absolutely. So you're, you're a pastor, right? Absolutely. So I'm your friend, but Absolutely. I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, let's go to a party. No. I'll have a friend for that. So you have friends <laughs> yeah. You have friends for different reasons. And 
I think my first my first episode I said challenge and you you spoke on that today too. Go to people with the strength. Yeah. Like in whatever area their expertise, yeah. share that area with somebody else and mm-hmm. utilize it. Yeah. You know, like like we always do. If I'm writing an essay, I'm sending it to you for you yeah. to review. If you need help with numbers, <laughs> you're coming to me. <laughs> right. So you, you 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 utilize you utilize the strength of your friends yes. around you, and absolutely. everyone wins at that time. Uh, absolutely. I I and I'll say this. You know, as a CPA, there's some things that I never do unless I tap you and say, hey, am I doing the right thing? Right. Um, is this the right document? Um, and I think we got we have to get to that place. When we think about personal development, we do not know it all. Right. And, and as a pastor, that was one of the first learning lessons for me. And be mindful that you got a, an army of women mm-hmm. who all have skills mm-hmm. and tap on them to yep. use those skills. You can do more when you're not stretched thin and when you're not Mm -hmm. trying to do everything. And so it's okay to release some of the things off your plate so that you can grow and become who Mm -hmm. you want to become. I have a cousin, very, very, very good person, right? But she procrastinates a lot. Mm -hmm. Then you have fear of failure. Uh Then you have lack of motivation. They don't have any motivation to do it. Like, how do you recommend um, overcoming common obstacles like procrastinating, fear of failure, Mm -hmm. um, lack of motivation? So I think it starts with you deciding that this is the moment that you're changing your life. Mm -hmm. And once you have come to the understanding that what you have been doing hasn't worked, it hasn't given you the fruits that you wanted. You were not able to see the success that you wanted. Mm-hmm. I think the bulb goes off. Where not, now? Not for everybody, though. Um, for everybody, but at different times. Okay. Right. So for some of us, it's earlier when we're mm-hmm. younger. We're like, listen, no, we can't keep doing this. Some people, it's the midlife. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's older in life. But it, it, it's that aha moment that each individual must have in order for change to come. Gotcha. If you don't have that self-awakening moment, Mm -hmm. I can give you all the strategies you will still procrastinate. You will still be afraid of failure. Until you've tried riding a bike and falling off the bike and realize that you won't die, you can get up and go again, I could tell you all I want that you're not going to die. You're still going to believe that, right? So it's, it's the moment that the individual comes to the awakening that I need to see something different, that they're going to be ready for the strategies that anybody will have to give. Because I can give you, and I have examples where I've given the best strategies and the best solution, but the person wasn't ready. And so it doesn't work until you are ready. Do you, do you have any... Um... Do you have any tips or ideas for people to get ready? Or that's just a personal thing that they have to I do I think with? you start analyzing you. Be honest with yourself. Do you want to change your current circumstance? Mm-hmm. For example, a parent might say, I'm ready for my 25-year-old to want more for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that 25-year-old is looking at themselves and go, I've got life made. I'm mm-hmm. living at home with mom. All my bills are paid. Why would I need anything different? So mom's putting all the job applications and connecting this kid with all of the friends and everybody that's out there. But the, the child has not yet come to the understanding that there's more or they can have more. Mm-hmm. This is what I mean when I say you've got to kind of have that moment with yourself where you've got the desire for more. 
for some of us it's the like the eagle does it pulls out the nest and literally lets the baby eaglet falls out so that it learns to fly otherwise it stays there forever sometimes life has got to push it so for some it's trauma for some of for some of us it's something major that happens you got to move from one place to the other something typically happens that pushes us out the nest yeah. and forces us to come into to confront life some of us were confronted without the trauma mm -hmm. without the the upset in the balance of the of us won't we need that push to be able to and this is where sometimes retreats come in right because you kind of isolate yourself and mm -hmm. you have the opportunity to sit reflect write like wait a minute oh i could do this mm -hmm. there are others who can do this you're at a retreat where there are two accountants and three nurses and that's something that you've always wanted to do. Wait a minute, how? What was your process? How did you get there? How can I do this? What about those? And you mean you just mentioned that, like, okay, so you have two accountants here, you have um, nurses here, you have teachers here. Like, how do you? What about those people who are like shy, right? They're scared. And I think something was so mentioned that's... today about you have to speak up. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you come out of that comfort zone and say, you know what? I guess it comes back to where I said, how do you know you need help? Or how do you, how do you get to that point? It's, it's I feel question. like it's hard. So I'll go back to retreats and the intentionality of retreat. So I know this is going to be heard after, so you'll hear. But <laughs> um, one of the activities that we have is the sip and paint. And the way we'll do it tomorrow, we're going to be broken into groups. So being the pastor, one of the things that I've heard is a lot of the women always wanted to become business owners. Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to, they don't know what to do. And so those women will be put together at one table. What do you want to do? What are your needs, right? Talk to someone who started a business, depending on the state, what do you need to do? So part of knowing what you need is also being around the right people because you yep. don't know what you don't know. Yep. Perfect example, when we did Promise and Possibilities, we did an, an exempt for was it the state yeah, and then not the federal? Mm -hmm. And then I ask you, I'm like, wait a minute, what are they talking about? And you explain that it's two different things. Right. I don't know what I don't know because mm -hmm. I didn't even know that existed. So there are times when you've got to put yourself around the right people so oh, yeah. you get to understand what you don't know. And personal development comes with the intentionality of investing in you. Oh, yes. And can I give you an example? I owe more on my student loan than I do on any other bill. Right, you invested in yourself. Because I invested in me. That is mm -hmm. something nobody can take away from me. Right. Also because I'm a teacher and I know that after <laughs> five years they forgive it all, so I just kept going to school. <laughs> uh, but yeah. but it's an intentionality about investing in self-development. Yeah. And if I want to become the best educator out there, I need to know what is out there. And how to present what's out there to my students. Right. So my, I think since December, I've been talking about getting in the rooms. Yeah. Like I've been hashtagging get in the rooms like mm -hmm. for the last month. For 2024, I'm getting in all the rooms that I can. Yeah. Unless you go in different rooms, you won't be able to meet different people. You don't know Your who's circle remains the same. Yeah. And the same people who can help you, right? Yeah. So 2024, get in all the rooms. You can get into conferences, retreats, seminar, not the party. 
not the the bar not a good not time. the club yeah. you know like for 2024 get in and invest yeah like the retreat right you may be like i don't have the money to pay but if somebody call you and say let's go to the club you probably find money to do your hair find money to do your nails More. find money to buy the clothes find money to pay to get in the club and find money to buy the liquor in the club right so you you put money into what you want to put money in absolutely so invest in different things get in all, get in all the rooms that you can get in for 2024 i i love that you say that right because we don't see investing in ourselves as important as we see having a good time yeah don't get me wrong i value having a good time mm -hmm. but all you do when you invest in having a good time is satisfy the flesh momentarily just for that moment it takes nothing with you into the next season you can only tell the story of do you remember when we did this and mm -hmm. how much fun it is but there is no evidence there's no long-term change in who you are investing in yourself leaves you with the evidence that you've been someplace you've yep. been in the room you've been around the right people you've taken some stuff away that you're now going to invest in your own lives that will make not only you better but the people around you your kids yeah generation to come you're shifting it you mm -hmm. are yes you are all right all right so we can do all of that we can get in all the rooms we can talk to all the right people but for women married women women with kids Ooh. all of that like how do we balance personal development with other responsibilities like even even i'm here my husband is taking care of the kids right but in the back of my head i'm thinking like are they okay did they eat did they brush their teeth like i'm trying to realize <laughs> i'm trying to be here yeah i'm trying to be here the same thing you're yeah. like let me call bishop and see if he's okay if he's okay with the kids right like how do we balance that that parenting or or that wife duty or that aunt duty or whatever other responsibilities going to school working you know like how do we do that with all the other things that we want to do so i think one of the things that my husband said to me once that i remind myself every time i have to go and the kids stay with him he said remember they are a hundred percent my kids too i would <laughs> never do anything to hurt them um and as women we have to learn that our spouses our significant others they are going to take as good a care of our children as we would yes. they won't here's the thing they <laughs> won't do it our way but it will be done so i'll say that to you <laughs> they won't do it our way they won't make the beds when we're, we want to make the beds they'll probably eat the breakfast before they brush their teeth <laughs> they'll do things in reverse yeah but it will get done they will be okay so you can prioritize you yeah that's the I had to learn that lesson. He may even give him pizza for dinner and Wendy's for lunch. So that's <laughs> two fast food in one day. Yeah. But it's not going to kill them in a weekend. I know. We have to be able to let it go so that we can actually dig deep and prioritize us. I'm, I'm learning to do that. Like, I'll call... I'll call my husband five, six, seven times for the day. Are they okay? He's like, they're my kids. They're okay. One time today. He said, we're fine. We're good. I'll call one more time before bedtime. It's it's hard. It's hard. So um, that's something I'm learning as well. So I'm learning as well. I'm learning. Yeah. Um, what, are there any resources or tools that you would recommend if someone want to start like their self, you know, self improvement journey? So I personally, I have to go back to the Bible. My 
self-improvement journey started with knowing who I am and who I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible for me is one of the most important books. I read it as often as I can. Um, I would say every day and multiple times in the same day because it doesn't matter which self-help book I get and I do read extensively outside of the Bible but I will tell you the core of almost every book that talks about personal development takes its genesis from the Bible. So when we talk about becoming a better version of yourself, when we talk about speaking it, declaring it, when we talk about wanting it, we call it manifestation, manifesting, (laughs) all of those stuff, it comes from the Bible. So Mm -hmm. I will say this as a Christian woman, that's where I start. But if you're a person of faith, you're going to have to dig deep in your faith because if you start any journey without your faith man being in it, Mm -hmm. you're going to quit. So the reason why we see by January, yesterday was quit day. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so we make the New Year's (laughs) resolution and by yesterday, most people would have quit. So yesterday was quit day. So it takes us, what, 12 days to Mm -hmm. quit something that we say we were going to do because our heart and our mind and our spirit wasn't embedded in it. But when we become embedded into what we're going to do spiritually, it's going to take more than 12 days to rock us out of place. We can do what we are destined and purposed. And this is, I can't help it, but what we're designed and called to do. The word says, there was a plan for us predestined and designed before we were created, before we were even here. Destiny already was purposed for us. And so connecting with that makes it easier for us to become. I love it. Yeah. So outside of the Bible, right? Because a lot of a lot of us don't read our Bibles on a mm-hmm. daily basis, which um, that was one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Twelve <laughs> days. <laughs> that was Twelve one of days. my New Year's resolutions. I even bought a new Bible. <laughs> like, I'm gonna start the Bible for this year. I didn't quit yet. I did not no. quit. Hopefully, I don't quit. You won't but, quit. <laughs> I didn't know about the 12 days, though, so that, <laughs> that's days. new to me as well. 12 days to quit it, 21 days to build it. I don't believe in the 21 days to build it. I, I've done a gallon of water for 21 days straight. I have done no meat for 21 days. And right after the 21 days, I'm like, okay, I need a piece of steak. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was what I did, the no meat. For the same thing with the gallon of water. After the 21 days, I was like, thank God this is over. Like... So I, it's probably because I didn't say didn't want you didn't want to build it into a skill. You, it was just like a twenty-one you took a day challenge. Yeah. So there's okay. a difference with I'm taking a challenge and do it for the and I'm intentionally way. trying to build a new skill, right? Mm-hmm. So there are times, for example, we're fasting for twenty-one days mm-hmm. on day twenty-one because we purpose that this is just twenty-one days that I'm going to do this and I'm not going to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. At twenty-one days, you stop. Okay. But if you're actively trying to build a new skill, 21 day, you're not going to say, I'm done. You're really going to get up day 22 and keep going. No. So you're not necessarily going to fall off if it's, I'm building something that I want to keep versus I'm taking a challenge. For the vegan though, not vegan, vegetarian, because I was still eating fish or pescatarian. Um, for that one, I did want to continue. But I was craving the meat so bad. I was like, I need to finish it. I need to finish it. But on day 22, I need a piece of steak. Mm-hmm. So I, I, my intention was to continue. My intention but was to build. you could have gone back to it. 
eat your piece of steak and get going. That's the thing because though, perfection, perfection isn't what comes at 21 days. Mm -hmm. It's the habit that you've already started. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take you way more than the 21 days. What you have is in 21 days you've built a muscle that now gets used to this. Probably had your piece of steak and you go again. You could go another 21 days before you had another cheat day. Because we're nothing that we do, we're perfect. Right. But I think for a lot of us, we think at the end of 21 days, I'm good, I'm cured, I'm never going to do this again. But that's not necessarily what's going to happen. It's the end of 21 days, and you've built a skill that you can keep on using. Okay. So that goes into the next question I have. How do you maintain and continue to nurture that personal growth? So the same thing, for the 21 days I did the no meat, right? How do I maintain that? And I think you just answer a part of that. Yeah. Like, even though you fall off or you're like, yeah, okay, I, I did it for 21 days, I'm craving the meat, I'll have it today, mm -hmm. but you continue. So uh, yeah. it goes back into when you fall, you know, when you fall, mm -hmm. just get back up. Because like, once you stay there, then there's no progression. You're not going to move forward. Okay, so. so and I'll say that so as you're doing your personal development, maybe it's school, maybe it's something that you've decided that I'm going to do it again. Don't quit after your first D or your first F. Mm -hmm. Don't quit because you didn't like the teacher. You know, wait it out. I, I tell my students, each professor is a means to an end. You see them for 15 weeks, you never have to see them again. Mm -hmm. Don't quit school because you don't like one professor. Okay. Don't quit what you're doing because you had one bad day or because somebody didn't like it. Uh, you know, be like Stanley. Don't stop selling your Stanley Cup because it's <laughs> only being sold to guys who drink it because they're out in construction. Mm -hmm. Figure out how to get the girls to want to put their Starbucks coffee That's in it. That's crazy, the whole Stanley pink cup thing. Crazy. <laughs> like, I'm like, do we really need another cup? in yep. our house no but they figured out how to keep doing what they're doing and making it work for them yeah can you share some effective techniques for forming new habits um, uh, I, I'm gonna share what works for me um, first I'll go back to you've got to know that what you're doing isn't working for you okay so that's the first thing you identify that what I'm doing isn't working be honest with yourself do not create goals that are overreach. So for that one... So let me give you the goals, how you create them. You create SMART goals. Mm -hmm. They must be measurable. Mm -hmm. They must have a time that's attached to them. Mm -hmm. They must be attainable. Mm -hmm. So I want to become a millionaire, but that's not going to happen in a day. Mm -hmm. Maybe I want to save my first 5000 this year. So we're making sure those goals are SMART goals. They're actionable, they're measurable, they're, they're time sensitive, and most importantly, they're not overkills or overreach. Because if they are, and you can't make those goals or reach those goals, mm -hmm. then it feels like you have failed, but you actually haven't failed. You didn't set yourself a realistic goal. So realistic is different from overreach. Because like I always tell myself, if my, if my Goals don't scare me. They're not big enough. Ah, that's true. Right? So you may look at it and say, you know what? Like, I have some big, big goals. And I'm like, I don't, know, I, I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I'm going to get it. But, so let's break the goals down again. Mm -hmm. So I've got my big picture goal. I'm, I'm retiring at 50. Mm -hmm. It's my big picture goal. That means I've got 10 years. Mm -hmm. My SMART goal says, in this year, I need to figure out how Right Direction is going to start to be monetized. So that's a goal that I can achieve this Do you year. want to tell the viewers what right direction is? Oh, so um, 
Right Direction is my consulting firm. It's a mentoring agency where through this agency, we will be able to um, not only talk to individuals about how to become a better version of themselves, but also walk individuals through making sure that they are doing what's right for the goals that they've set for themselves. It's something that was done for me, and I think it makes me a better educator now because mm -hmm. I had the right guidance. The right direction. And the right direction <laughs> into where to go. I didn't waste a lot of time getting to my goals. I became a professor at 27, one of the youngest. Yes. Um, in my institution at the time because I knew that's where I wanted to go right yeah. so you, you got a plan you got to have your plans got to know your goals got to know what you want to do and then uh, go for it how can the viewers get in touch with you if they want to meet with you to go through so I wear many hats um, and I will give you my email address is my name cfrancisdenton at gmail.com and the website is currently under construction okay and I'll also, um, if you want to meet with her, you can also reach out to me. Info at shikisharp.com, my Instagram, shikisharpcpa. You can reach out to me and I can pass the message on as well. Um, as soon as that website becomes available, I will be putting it somewhere so you guys can um, get the help that you need if you want to start anything, right? Like yeah. whether it's business, it's anything, go back to brainstorm. School. Yes. Do you, where do I do? How do I do this? This is what's going on in my family, with my kids, with my marriage. I am looking to go back to school. I'm looking to switch careers. I want to leave the country. I want to travel. Where some places, you know, it has been so many different things that I've just had all of these real life conversations with women mm -hmm. in particular. And so many have come back to say it's because of that direction, that guidance, why I was able to make the right choice. And so this is where this was birthed out of. It's really just giving women the platform to be able to hear themselves think out loud and give some real feedback one of the questions that i ask is are you ready for the truth in this conversation because if i'm going to give you a direction and a guidance you have to first be ready to receive the truth of what i'm hearing you say um, versus what you are able to do with the resources that you put in front of me and with all the free services that you give, you it kind of gives you a lot of experience, right? You talk I to do. so many people on a, on a daily basis with yeah. different topics because you're able to, to um, talk about careers, you're able to talk yeah. about traveling, you're able to, and being a pastor help yeah. with the marriage fees, the family fees, like, and then your doctorate in, <laughs> in leadership, right? Like, yeah. you have all the resources, like, you're, you're really, like, you have all the equipment to really really help anyone pretty much but I'm do you blessed. do you niche into like men or women or young people or old people or children like do you have right now i predominantly women but okay. i have to say over the last year and a half i've seen the audience of male grow more mm -hmm. um it's not an area that i tap into a lot i kind of leave that for my husband but i have seen the last year where that has been more a much more growing population from a younger audience so okay. the 18 to 25 year olds were now saying how do i do this mm -hmm. how did you get there as a woman like how do i do this what are some scholarships that are available wait a minute i'm thinking about what should i do so i'm seeing a lot more of that coming from young male okay. than i have in the past okay so if you're a man if you're a woman if you're a child if you're a girl if you're a boy everybody everybody right um reach out if you need to um 2024 as my cousin said it's 2020 more 
All yeah. right, so it's a year of abundance. I'm declaring a year unexplainable of unexplainable blessings. Unexplainable blessings mm -hmm. from Pastor here. Radical commitment. Listen, radical commitment. Blessings. Like so many good things for 2024, and and until you start to put things in place, then you cannot achieve the things that you want to achieve, right? Absolutely. So you can dream as much as you want to dream, unless you start doing things, start taking action, then nothing is gonna happen. You so as we wrap honest. it up, what is one piece of advice you would give to our listeners who are just starting on their path to personal development? Be true to yourself and be authentically you. You cannot be somebody else. You I can't be Shiki. Shiki can't be me. I am Corvina with the big raspy voice <laughs> that used to think that I just needed it to be a little bit more softer so I could be feminine. No. And then I figured out God gave me this big voice so I can preach the word and sing the heaven down, right? So now I'm authentically me. Best piece of advice I can give you is be true to you and be authentically you. Be unbothered by what anybody else is doing. Yes. Because you are your only competition. There you go. You started it out with, it's me versus me. Yes. Right? So it's you versus you. Be yeah. your true self. Yes. Be authentic and do not listen to the noise. Nope. We're going to get, I'm so concerned about or aware of my accent. And again, I'm a numbers person. My CPA, English is not my thing. So I know I probably made a lot of grammatical errors during this podcast. And it could have stopped me, right? It could have mm -hmm. been like, I'm not going to do podcasts because I'm not good I'm at so speaking. I know, right? I'm always like, I'm not good at speaking, yeah. so I'm not going to do it. But hey, it's, if you want to listen to my grandma and criticize it, that's your business because I'm still going to put the information out there. Uh -huh. All right? So. And if you're more concerned about the grammar than you are about the content, then you're not ready for your own self development. I think that's just Mike the reality. Drop. We need Mike, Mike Drop. drop. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. You can find our podcast on all podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify. Any of those that you listen to, you can type in The Sharp Edge with Shiki and you'll be able to listen to it. Until next time, we're elevating all aspects of life. Ready, set, goals. goals.